This is Fritz Frivolous with continuous live coverage of the corner of Curious Lane and Just Because Boulevard, the epicenter of the alien invasion. And this just in, King Kong is fighting the Mobile Suit Gundam. And of course, all of this is happening amidst World War IV, making it pure pandemonium. If only Captain Planet were still alive to save us all. Dude, could you imagine? Imagine accidentally falling into a cryogenic freezing chamber, only to be thought out 1,000 years in the future. You may awaken, looking around and thinking to yourself, I can't tell if this is a futuristic room or a rich person's bathroom. Then suddenly, a team of researchers come in poking, prodding, and asking you questions upon questions. What would you do once you've realized you're now in the far future? How would you react to the news that you may be all alone in this futuristic yet foreign world? Let us partake in this research study with our guinea pigs, Will, Tom, and Fry, as we try to thaw out an answer. Welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. And this is Will Stark. Will, this episode is going to be an all-fans episode right all here. Right. This one, both questions are going to be submitted by uh, two of our fans. And just to remind anyone, if uh, you wanted to have your questions guaranteed to be asked on the show, just join our Patreon. You can uh, go on to patreon.com slash dude, could you imagine? And if you join our, I think it's the second tier, uh, mm. the $10, $10 a month tier, uh, if you submitted a question, it'll be guaranteed to be asked on the show. So the first question we have here, Will, is actually from one of our fans who's on our Discord, mm, okay. uh, Chemical. Ah, Chemical. And... Now, when I'm reading this, I want to see if you're going to, like, how long it may take for you to recognize this. What, this, what you, this okay. okay. You'll, what do you mean? I, this like, question is technically from something it, okay, that I, I know that you like. Oh. Uh, not not a famous question, but the subject matter is something I'm to do with, with what you like. Yes. Alrighty, Let's hear it. What if you were at work one day mm-hmm. and you were leaning back in your chair uh-huh. and fell backwards into a stasis pod and then sealed uh, for one thousand years. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a Futurama. Question. Okay, for sure. So yeah. I lean back, I fall into the pod. It's a stasis pod, mm-hmm. and it's gonna, and you're okay. gonna be sealed for a thousand years. A thousand years. So mm-hmm. I, I wake up. It's thirty twenty one. Exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I, I guess I, that's all the parameters. I don't remember <laughs> the the first episode of Futurama. Like when he wakes up, is he like in some sort of state where he has to be defrosted? I don't remember. So, uh, so uh, well. The pod kind of did that, right? Okay. It, 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 so he was obviously, you know, kind of like uh, cryostasis. You yeah, know? when he walks out, like it, but the, it's still an active like company. So they're like, "Welcome to blah, blah, yeah, yeah." They were. Through. So mm-hmm. does that happen to me? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. There's still, you know, the the company that that did that. Obviously, where we work, I mean, that wouldn't have. But you it was very strange. So, we had stasis pods where we work. Yeah. I exactly. Yeah. But. Um, Man, that would be interesting if it was, and, and our company's still, you know, around still then. Going? Yeah. Um, um, but no, so, so the the company that that was taking charge of these stasis pods is still functioning. Uh, in, in yeah, still functioning, and um, I won't go as far as to say like just like with um, Fry, with, uh, no, no, yeah, Fry, and uh, uh, what's her name? I, f- I forget now. I you, Leela? Leela. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to be like. Okay, this is what you're, you know, destined to be. This is your job. You know how they assign you 
the oh, job. Oh, so right? they don't assign me a I'm job. I'm not going to okay, go okay, that okay, far. Gotcha, but okay. they do tell you what happened. They say, hey, you know what? You, uh, it's been when a thousand you, years. Yeah, it's been a thousand years. Uh, as far as our data has shown us that we've kept records of, you were accidentally put into the state, like you fell in or whatever. And <laughs> they, they, yeah, at that moment in time, they didn't have the technology or the know-how to unfreeze, to unfreeze you successfully oh, until no. now. That's yeah. so sad. Um, okay, so I walk to the window. Okay. I look outside. What do I see? You see... You know what? You see, like, a utopia of, like, modern, modern marvels and... Flying car, actual flying cars. You so know, it's, the, it's future. Yeah, well, I look outside. It's future. Yeah, it's it's not. I'm not. You know, this time it's not a dystopia. <laughs> you know, right. it, you know, mankind has has been kind to itself. And, yeah, we've we've um, survived. Not to say that it's like there's no crime or anything, but right. Okay. You know. Um, I don't know. I think I'm I'm like in a state of like unable to speak shock. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, think that's that where would... I'm at for a while. Um. So my question is like, what what is their plan to do with me? Are they just okay? You're done. Go outside. You're not our problem anymore. Or do they have like okay? We understand that this is probably a shock, so we have an entire uh, like acclimation education program that we're going to put you through. It's going to take two months and yada yada yada. This is actually exactly what I what I wanted to kind of get into. Okay. What I kind of wanted to get your opinion of of what you think would happen because of the fact that I do feel like. If they already have the records, they know how you got into the stasis pod. Mm. They're waiting just for that time of. Shit, I might be famous at that point. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I'm you know, be the famed frozen man mm-hmm. who they're gonna unfreeze and have a million questions for. And at that time, with probably medical advancements, and you know, not only just like physically, uh, you know, for medical advancement, but like they probably have other things for lined up for you, like psychologists and mm-hmm. somebody you can talk to counselors and things like that to help you go through. What I would imagine is some kind of, would it be like PTSD? I don't, I, you know I, what I mean? Like, I don't know, but it, it would be, it would be intense therapy. I think it would need mm-hmm. to be in, I'd be under surveillance a lot. Um, they probably have a, a, an assisted program of some sort to like set me up in life and like push me, to the point of being able to like sustain myself or to be supported because they yeah. can't expect someone from a thousand. Like imagine we got someone from a thousand years ago who's 32 like I am. So we're <laughs> talking about the year is 1021. Yeah. And I mean, from anywhere in the world, it doesn't matter. They're not going to have any, any skills that can be transferred. Like they're probably not going to even speak the language. I'm hoping that due to the fact that it's, you know, the the third millennia yeah that like they have the technology to translate my a thousand year old english oh yeah you know that's I mean? true i wonder i uh, wonder how much language would change in that time drastically yeah drastic absolutely drastically probably um, all this weird i think we talked about this and, yeah we talked about this in the mummy episode of how like people yeah. probably wouldn't understand me because it's a feature i think we mentioned that they probably yeah it'll probably be a lot more shorthanded way of talking i feel like the more the future gets, the faster people want to communicate. I don't necessarily think that. I just think like languages change drastically, even like go back a hundred years. Yeah. Um, and just here in the United States, like American English, like we would be able to, un- well, we would be able to understand them pretty mm-hmm. well, but not entirely in a lot of ways, but they would have a very difficult time understanding. Us. Yeah. That's, that's just a hundred years ago. So yeah. I'm, I'm, operating under the assumption that they're going to be able to translate me. But like, my point is if we took like a medieval, I don't know, warrior from 1032 and, and transfer them to now, they would just, there's nothing they could do for a job. That wasn't like super basic. Yeah, that is you know true. I mean? it would, and that I think would... the same would be for me. So 
I would hope, no guarantees here, that they're going to, like, have some sort of assistant program and maybe put me through some sort of education where I can, like, acclimate. They would, yeah, they would have to do that, but they would also have their team of researchers. Because, like, just like you brought up with the example of if we brought someone back that was a thousand years ago from today. Oh, yeah. You know, we would have have our team of researchers. They can ask me all the questions they want. Yeah, Um, I think they would have to put you in some... Probably rigorous training of, you know, getting yourself acclimated to the world, to that world. Yeah, definitely. Know? I mean, I would have a lot of questions about just the history of what's happened on the other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know how I'm going to cope with the idea of, like, do I want to go and look at, like, what happened to my family? Yeah, I was just about not? to ask that you know, up It's too, like yeah. almost no matter what I find out, it's just going to leave me deeply and fundamentally devastated. Now, let me, let me, let me just put a little monkey – let me put a little wrench into this. Okay. So what if they did tell you they had figure out some technology for time travel, but only to the past? And so, like, once you go there, you can't come back. Okay. And they offer you, now we can try to send you back to the past. It's not accurate. We may be able to get you within the year that you accidentally came in, but we were not guaranteed. Would I, you take that? I would ask, what my what's the percentage chance of within the year? Uh, it's a 85% chance okay. within the year. And what's the other 15%? Uh, Is that, that like two, three, five, ten? Yes. Uh, probably five years difference. Okay. So, uh, like, what's the worst case scenario in, in this? Worst case scenario is it gets you five years off of... Yes, you know I'm going I mean? back immediately. Oh, okay. Absolutely. 100%. Are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course I'm coming back. You, Only because I have the family. Yeah. If I didn't have the family, uh, probably, I probably wouldn't come back. Would you, would you go back right away, though? Because I feel like, because obviously, if you could go back and you, oh, whatever, like you know I what I mean, like, the world, mm-hmm. um, I think I would, ah, they're not going to let me do this, but I would ask if I could take like my own like private documentation. Like, I'm going oh, oh, to have to, a, a two week vacation here in New New York <laughs> yeah. and, and Neo, Neo, <laughs> Neo, Neo Angeles. Yeah. I'm going to have <laughs> yes, a two week yes, Neo <laughs> in New Angeles mm-hmm. and I'm going to see uh-huh. the sites and I'm going to like experience like whatever cool new things they have. And I want to have like a phone or a tablet or something. Yeah. So I can like, babe, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to come back and show you all this crazy yeah. shit. People, <laughs> people will be looking and you're going like, oh my God, he's using, he's holding something to record himself. Well, you like, know, I'm you gonna, know, cause whatever the thing is that they use as long as but that would be funny if like you they like okay well you're probably familiar with this type of technology back in your day you used something called a cell phone you know what i mean and (laughs) you're just like taking and then people are like you know i read in class i think that's called a selfie like you know what i mean like well i'm sure there would be like some strange enthusiasts who are like super about my time period wow Um, i never thought about that you know what since you probably would be famous because you know, I imagine a story like that would. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I don't see why they would keep it secret. You no, know what I mean? there's no no. Reason. You probably would have these weird. Well, I don't know if they'd be weird, but the, these fans that mm-hmm. just are like enthralled with your story and wanting to know when you wake up, what what are you gonna do? What are you gonna say? How do you feel? Well, you know what I mean? I'm, first, I'm going back. It's the thing I'm saying. <laughs> but my point is, like, I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna try and experience the stuff, and then mm-hmm. like come back see they're not gonna let me though because they're not gonna let me go back with evidence because it could change the timeline well would it because technically what we know about remember how we i think we talked about this as well when we, we uh, like parallel it, universe theory. yeah where, where it wouldn't be like you did you don't technically change the future you just create an alternate uh, right theoretically know. and like if they're comfortable with it i'm fine with it i don't give a shit yeah. it's not my future i know but um yeah so if they're comfortable with it yeah i'm just gonna have a two-week vacation doing all kinds of crazy future stuff 
that I would never be able to do here, it, here now. <laughs> and then I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna I'm gonna show my family. But then I'm gonna show you because I know you're gonna be super jealous. Oh hell yeah, dude! I'd be so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> but you know, if it was me out there, I loved how you called it Neo Neo, Neo Angeles. Angeles. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I would the first one of the first places I would want to go to is San Francisco uh-huh. and see if the heart of Starfleet is not there. If it's there. I'm gonna feel like okay, we've done it. We this we've we made it. Uh, but if it's not there, I'm gonna be so disappointed in these future people. I'm be like, oh, what have you guys been doing? I am gonna ask a bunch of questions. I'm gonna mm-hmm. know about space travel. I'm gonna want to know about the major discoveries. Like over, like give me the top five discoveries in the last thousand years. You yeah. Know? Um, I'm gonna want to know. Like, did we find aliens? I'm gonna like global warming. Did we figure it out? I'm gonna. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm gonna want to know all this stuff. Um. Not that I'm going to do anything with this information. Because yeah. Like, well, you know what, though? I wonder if they can tell you that. Because then if they tell you – well, I guess if they just say, yes, we did figure it out, not how. Mm-hmm. Because then you might go back. And then well, that's you, my you know point. I mean? If they're yeah. willing to let me take a cell phone back with all this oh, evidence, I say, oh, then they don't give a yes, shit. That's true, they, they, yeah. fuck, they might feed me wrong information, then I doom our timeline. <laughs> but, like, I don't think they'll do that. But, like – um the people in the future are dicks like, <laughs> like you know I, the the idea that i'm guaranteed to be able to get back within a year to five years of when i disappeared now five years is rough that is that, that yeah that would be but like there's nothing i can do about the probability the point is like they can get me within a certain window how long i spend here doesn't and if how long i spend here doesn't affect that then that's going to make it much easier for me to be like take it in like uh, gather as much information as I can, learn as much as I can, experience as much as I can, so I could come back and share yeah. with my my friends and family. Yeah, that would be weird. Also, too, you know, I wonder. Also, no one will ever have bragging rights on me. They're like, oh, I went to Italy. They're like, oh, it's supposed to be nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, I went three thousand years in the future last yeah. year. So <laughs> you'd be that guy where everyone's like, like D- whatever you do when you come around, will don't mention the future. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like that. That's too like, funny. And then the, why would you not mention the future? And you're like, oh, oh, did you mention the future? Did you know that I went three thousand, you know, a thousand years in the future? Like, <laughs> um, you you know, one thing like though, okay, so imagine a future that mm-hmm. has this technology. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I just I, I thought of something really oh, bad yeah, that ahead, I would do because. I was thinking of Neo Angeles, and then I was like, "Oh, the Dodgers!" I was like, oh, "I want to know every time the Dodgers won the World yeah, Series." Yeah, you would make some <laughs> so money off make some that. Money. That would yeah. be, but you anyway, know, that's why ahead. every time I watch Back to the Future and I see him get that almanac, yeah. I understand why Doc gets mad at him, but yeah. I don't blame Marty. I would have done the same thing, yeah. probably. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I would. That's like, a tough you know one, I mean? you know. It's a tough one. Oh. But sorry, what were you saying? No, but I was just thinking, like, okay, so they have this technology, but I, I always wondered, like, you know. Okay, you have this, you can do this, you know, bring people who who ha- had been cryogenically frozen from who knows what year, mm-hmm. only to bring them back. And then, you know, how would that affect, like, their society or economy or, you know what I mean? Like, now you have this technology, now, now or you had this technology in the past to cryogenically freeze them. Right. Now you have the technology to bring them out of that stasis. Okay. And then it's like, okay, how would that affect a future world? Like, you're why are you doing now? You're just going to have these people come back who, just like what you said, they're they're going to need training. Mm-hmm. They're not going to know, you know, who knows mm-hmm. if they could keep up. I mean, like, essentially, we're all human. Like, mm-hmm. we're all human. Like, we're the same as we were thirty thousand years ago as we are now. Like, it will take some major adjustments to them. But theoretically, these people that froze themselves on purpose, like, did this with the intention of being unfrozen later in the future. Yeah. So, like, they're going in with, with the right mind frame of, like, they're expecting a new world where the rules are different, where things are different. You know what I mean? They're ready for that change mentally. Yeah. So, like, 
yeah, there's a lot to learn, but like these people came here willingly because they wanted to learn it. Oh no, I'm not talking about the the people who are, who are frozen. No, yeah. I'm talking about the now future society of people who weren't who who are there naturally. Yeah, right? sure. Through time, okay. whatever. Right now, now, I'm, now I'm, you're you're wondering if the if the if the future people will have a problem with the past people. Yeah, sometimes I wonder if they're going to be like, well, you know what? Like, let's say if it, the economy is still somewhat similar, and mm-hmm. now you know, I would imagine. I mean, be your what you're describing is like the 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 concept or the problem people have with like immigrant workers. Yeah, that's the right? exact. It, it would be. It would like, probably be identical to that where you'd have people on one side being like. These damn past people showing up, <laughs> taking my job, and then you would have you know other people like no, they're people, and they legitimately paid to come here, and like you know they they went through the service, and now they're here, and they're being educated, and they're fine. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're not a problem. Can we talk about real problems? Yeah, I yeah, you know what? I I imagine that's probably the way it would still go. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel people. even though I I would hope for the future that things would get better in that regard, right. but. I don't think so. I think, no. and and it's, yeah, they would probably call them those damn pastors, you know, <laughs> well, or, or past people, or whatever pastors. you want to call it. Um, <laughs> a new meaning to the word pastor. Yeah. Um, have you seen the South Park episode where the people from the future are coming back into the past? Oh no! Because there's no jobs in the future, so they come uh-uh. to the past to work, and they're taking everyone's jobs. No, I never they seen that one. Derp. Oh no! no? I never oh, seen that's that. a very famous South Park episode. Um, it's the same thing in reverse. What about you? What would be your experience doing all this? Oh my god! If you know what Th- that? Oh. I never really understood what it meant to like. It's not a weakness, but it's you know when you do have that significant other, the person you love, or your mm-hmm. family, and all that kind of stuff. You know, because going into the future is a dream of mine. Sure. I would love if I could travel in the future. I would do it right. as long as I can either bring or come back to my my family, my wife. You know, yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Um, so the problem with the way this is set up is, it, like, I couldn't – you know what I mean? If they told me, like, yeah. no, you can't – if you want to go back, yeah, you have I to go back I was surprised you gave me a way back so quickly. What do you mean? We, um, oh, way yeah, back. Oh. In, in the scenario. I was like, oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, I'm going back. <laughs> well, I, I, I actually – on my way out. I actually figured you you were going to ask that, like, almost right Eventually. Like, is there a way to. back? Yeah. You know? Well, go ahead. Um, but, you know, yeah, like, it. I would have to just done the same thing. It, you know, I imagine if this type of technology existed, they're not going to be – you know, they're not going to probably be so leisurely with it. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, take your time whenever you want to go. Blah, blah. You know, they'll probably be like, okay, if you want to go, we need to prep this machine. We need to get you medically cleared or whatever it is. That, yeah, to do I'm, with sure, this, you know. I'm sure that's the case. But I'm going to be honest. Like, even if they do have the technology to send you back, they're probably not going to. Because, like, yeah, we talked about, like, the likelihood of, like, being sent back isn't going to destroy their future but just cause a branch of the timeline but like we don't know that and like if they're a smart society they've probably never done oh, anything to fucking be... test it because like why would you test that yeah unless you had a way to indirectly test it but even then even then if you prove it if you prove it like mathematically you still don't want to be the motherfucker to try it like <laughs> yeah, you don't that is like, true that so is... like they're not going to send you back and that if i can't sad. go back then yeah it's it for me it's i, I think I'm going to have to – I think one of the best things that they could do for people like me is uh, get me um, connected with a network of people who come from the past too. Yeah. Even if that. it's not necessarily my past, mm-hmm. it's like someone who is going through something similar, yeah. someone who could actually understand, and maybe we could form some sort of like support, support network. Yeah. Also too, I was thinking they would probably give you like a vast – you know, vast knowledge of all your family history 
from that point that, that you that, left well, on, that's, you know? Again, that's rough for me because it's like, I don't really know if I want to know, you know what I mean? Like, mm. for, you got to take, like, where I am right now in my life. At, at yeah. this very moment, like, my son is five months old. I don't know if I'm ready to know about the 40, 50, 70, however many years he had and what he did. Oh, I, don't, I don't know yeah. if I'm ready for all that. Like, for me, in my head, he's still just a baby. Yeah, like I don't. Hard. I'm not emotionally equipped to deal with this. That and would like, be very sad. I don't think I know. anyone is. Yeah, um, I don't know. In in my head, though, I I would. You know me and curiosity. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I will probably look eventually, but yeah. like the idea of like having all this put on me is. Oh, by the way, here's your family information. I'm just no. I don't even want to know that right now because right now I'm just trying to cope with the moment that I'm existing yeah. in right now. Yeah, um, that would be very harsh. Yeah. I mean. But that being said, like once I adapt, like, yeah, my curiosity will be strong. You know what I mean? I will want to know about, you know me, I'm a history buff. So it's like now I got all this new history to learn. Let's go. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want to know all about it. I want to know how things developed, how All your changed. baseball history. Um, well, that's less interesting to me in <laughs> yeah, the immediate because I can't make money off of it <laughs> anymore. But like, yeah, I'm going to want to know about like how government's changed, how society changed, how technology developed, and all the other stuff, mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to want to go to space. Can I go to other planets? What yeah, are they like? Yeah, that would be cool. I know, right? I if they out, have yeah. that technology by that point, I mean, you would hope so. Have we figured out how to become biologically immortal yet? Yeah, you know all that other stuff. But yeah. How have how has video games progressed? No, yeah, can I play? Is, can I play Final Fantasy Ten Thousand yet? Yeah, yeah no, seriously, <laughs> full VR experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you movies. You know, oh man, yeah. oh man, like what yeah. kind of entertainment would be at that point? You yeah. know, but dude, could you imagine? This just in, a new study suggests leaving an Apple Podcast review is very important for a newly created podcast, so please don't forget to leave an Apple Podcast review. In financial news, Patreon supporters are among the most appreciated in the podcast industry. You can support the DCYI team by heading over to patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. This has been Fritz Frivolous, reminding you to like, comment, and subscribe. Will and Tom, back to you. Have your attention, please. Jimi Hendrix, flee your attention. Excuse me, Beethoven. Ringo. Ringo! Hey, Ringo, can you stop? Thank you. So, now that I have all of your attention, I wanted to let you know, although I'm sure you're all very talented and will probably do just fine for yourselves, none of you made the cut. Again, I'm sorry. You can now leave the audition. See the receptionist if you need your parking validation. Hey, 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 Ringo, not cool, man. If that drum set is broken, you're paying for it. And we're back. Indeed. Before you say anything, I just want to say, like, I like how the show's become, uh, how will we endanger, murder, or abandon Will's family this week? (laughs) I know. I know. And every time it comes to that, I always feel bad in my head. I'm always like, God, Will's family. Always in (laughs) in peril week after week. so true. Um, so (laughs) I do want to remind at the end of this episode, we're going to finish out the Halloween Fright Night Fight Night. Um, we have the semifinals and the finals who then we will crown the winner. Indeed. Um, this next question will actually comes all the way from the UK. Ooh. And this is from Bruce Powell. Okay. Thank you, Bruce. Yes. Thank you a lot. Thank you, Chemical, for the last question. Yes. Thank you, Chemical. And Bruce came up with an awesome question as well. His question is, dude, could you imagine if you could make your own musical supergroup? 
if you could bring together any combination of musicians to create a powerhouse of a band. He also has parameters. Okay, let's hear him. <laughs> and his parameters, parameters are, you know, real quick. I just want to interrupt, real quick. When I when he when he sent this email and I read it, I loved the question. And then in my head, I was already thinking, okay, Will needs parameters. What uh-huh. what will be these parameters? And then when I read his parameters, I was like, man, he matched it like exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Oh, nice. Okay. So uh, the parameters are: you can have up to, but no more than six members in the band. That's a pretty big band. I like it. Mm-hmm. Band members can be musicians that are still alive or have passed. You cannot take more than one member from a band. So, for example, he says you cannot take Glenn Tipton and Rob Halford from Jesus Judas Priest. Priest or Axl Rose and Slash from Guns, Guns N' Roses. Roses. And those are the parameters. Okay. Uh, good parameters. They're very good I know, parameters. right? I, I like this. Well, so you, you've had time to think about this question. Did you put together I, a group? I have I, You know what? I did kind of think about it, but I have not like really solidified my – idea like i i I kept thinking obviously you know i'm gonna take one person from the beatles okay which which person are you grabbing i would have to grab paul yeah i I think i'm gonna grab one don't get me wrong they're all the right one but but paul is gonna be uh the most likely to produce hits of the four and also uh is going to have the best um what's the word i'm looking for He's going to play well with others the most out of the Yeah, actually, sure. that was the first thing that yeah, came to mind. Yeah. Because, you know, as songwriting goes, obviously, any one of them would be great, but most likely John or, or Paul. Mm-hmm. But my first thing was, well, you know, I would want someone who could get along with anyone. Yeah. Because the type of group I would want to build would probably be this very different mesh of, of genres. Well, okay, that's interesting. Because my first thought is like, okay... This is more difficult than it seems on the surface because not all musician styles are going to come together very well. And that's well, the problem that I was running into. Okay. Yeah, because like I would want to, you know, I would start, I started to think about like who are the people I really love as like musicians and stuff and whatever, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call them, you know. Uh, so like certain people that came into mind were obviously like Paul McCartney. Right. Um, I love Eminem. You know what I mean? Now, Oh yeah. Will I see those genres meshing together well? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. so that's the problem I started to come with when I started to form my group. I was well, like yeah. I, I in in realistically, if I could do this, I don't think it would work out. So that's <laughs> that's why I never solidified who I really wanted. The the only one would have been Paul McCartney that I know solid like for sure I'm right. I am putting him right. in this band. So okay. I think Freddie Mercury is my lead singer. Oh, Okay. Because he plays well with others, and his voice is so phenomenal, and it can do so many genres. I'll try not to use who you pick either. Okay, like, for we'll sure. Try, yeah. Um, you know, he he can do hard rock. Queen's done hard rock. He could do more funky or dance style music. He could do anything and everything. He's Freddie Mercury. Yeah, that is true. Um, I mean, you just listen to their music. Their music kind of goes. It goes all over. Yeah. His Queen is very eclectic. Yeah. Um, and. My next, the next thing I want to do is I do, I, I want to slide a little bit more modern. I don't want to just put together a classic rock super group. That's easy mm-hmm. to do and fun to do, but I'm going to try and not do exactly that in this moment. Um, so I'm going to slide a bit more into the future from Freddie. Uh, Damon Albarn, who is the uh, main, he is the, um, how do, what's the word? I don't know how to, he's a songwriter and singer and producer. He is Gorillaz, the group. Like he oh, is that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, off, but the, the reason I'm choosing him is for multiple reasons. Number one, 
I fucking love his haunting voice, and I think him and Freddie could do cool things together, vocally speaking. But most importantly, Damon Albarn um, is a notorious collaborator. It's what he does. He mm. collaborates with other people. And it doesn't matter what kind of music he does, because he adapts to them and works with what they do. Yeah. So he's a perfect person to kind of have. I picture Freddie as the front man. I picture Damon's being like the the background, like, producer i'm in charge maybe i'm going to engineer the sound and all that other stuff um he's going to be the middleman who's going to bring all this together yeah um because he works with hip-hop he does rap he works with rock he does acoustic he does everything and anything he's damon albarn he's great so you pick two so you have one and then you pick your oh next. did you want to take some I, I say let's go back and okay, forth that's okay that's fine yeah you so go just, ahead. just so that way because so, like because you're afraid i'm gonna take some of your <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. all right okay I, good. Well, I, actually i don't think you would but like but just in case sure. i think it'd be nice to go back and forth. so you had um, Freddie Mercury, Freddie and Mercury, Damon Albarn, da- what was Damon Albarn, Damon Albarn. Okay, so I had Paul McCartney. Uh-huh. You know who I think my next pick would be? Mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin. Oh, I okay. really think like because yeah. of, they both have like that very soul. They love that like soulful singing, the bluesy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, so I think both. Well, of yeah, them, that and Aretha Franklin like is a way better singer than Paul ever yeah. would it be could be ever was. Like, but but and, and because they of the fact that, that Paul um, would would also be more yeah yeah like she does have that chop like that just natural chops okay. of singing right. you know what i mean paul would be yes he can have like a little bit of the musician side like playing bass or yeah. piano but also songwriting mm-hmm. um so, so okay there's okay there's you like, kind of have two singers and then paul also plays bass and guitar mm-hmm. but and um, piano and piano yeah so he but he can't do all at once no that is true so you got so four more members to, yeah so i'm gonna have to really you, think now okay who i'm gonna I'm, I'm right now. I'm trying to think of who I'm using as my percussionist, and um, David Grohl sticks out to me. I might pick him because he, again, is someone who um, his whole thing is like he, that band collaborates with everybody. Mm. Like, um, obviously, he's the front man of the Fighters as a guitar player, but like he also plays drums for them sometimes. Um, and he was the drummer to Nirvana. He's played drums for Garbage. He's played drums for Queens of the Stone Age. He's played. He plays drums for Tenacious D. Like he does everybody. So I, I kind of I'm thinking David Grohl for drums, and he could do backup vocals, which is cool too. Yeah, David cool. Grohl is my pick for drums. So now I have a drummer, a singer, and then kind of like the overall like songwriter producer who can also sing and play guitar. I need I need a bass player. I need a lead guitar player. That would be five, and then uh, I don't know who I'm gonna have a six member yet. So, did you want to go or do you want me to keep going? So I think uh, I'll go one more. Okay. Um, so my next person that I that I believe I would pick mm-hmm. is you know what now that you now that you mentioned the fact that you're right, Paul McCartney could play those those instruments, but he you, you wouldn't be able to do all at once. Yeah. Oh, Freddie plays piano. I forgot Freddie oh, plays piano. Cool. Yeah, so I got so. that. Go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm gonna pick Elton John. Oh, that's a good pick. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking oh, about it. That's a good pick. Not only can he also play piano, but he's an amazing singer too. Yeah, he's an amazing you know songwriter. I mean? like, and a songwriter. Like, yeah. so and like, he collaborates. Yep. So he's oh, very a good yeah. fucking pick. So 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 far, yeah, so far it's Paul McCartney, Aretha Franklin, and Elton John. Okay. Um I, I gotta think about a guitar player here. Yeah, and I have to think about a drummer. I, I don't know any yeah. like to me, any I can't think of any drummers that like other than like Ringo Starr, you know, or something like that, that like really jump out in my head. I mean, I could I could give you a bunch, um, but I Na- mean, I, yeah, but well, there's John Bonham from Zeppelin, Neil Peart from Rush. Um, well, I already took David Grohl, so you can't have him. Um, I was starting to look up like drummers Travis from like Travis Barker the- from Blink. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, he's cool. 
Um, that could be like, yeah. I'm trying to think of any. I'm trying to think of drummers that you would know. But also too, like I almost like looked up. I was like, oh, the drummers for Rolling Stone, and then I found out there's like three of them. <laughs> you know, but you yeah. can pick anyone; it doesn't matter. Well, I think is it Keith Moon or wait, is he from the Who? Oh my God, I'm getting my bands mixed up. Okay, I gotta focus on guitar here, and so my main thing is like I want someone who can do more than one style, but I do want someone who can really lay down a great solo at the same time. I mean, Slash would be cool, but like I don't know if I want Slash necessarily. Yeah, he it collaborates. Though. He, yeah, that is true. Slash, I always Slash remember, and Damon Albarn. <laughs> That's I I always love that story about when Slash plays the solo for Michael Jackson, and uh, he oh, just and, he just kept, in bad right. Yeah, he does it in bad, That's and he good. kept going though. Like it was, I think it was live on stage. He oh, kept yeah, going he solo, kept and you can see there's a video of it, and uh-huh. you can see Michael Jackson come like, up to him. Like he hey. first he tells him he's like, oh okay. Okay, Slash, you know, and then yeah. he like kind of taps them and you yeah. can tell Slash is kind of like, I'm busy here doing my yeah. solo. I'm like, feeling it. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean? Hilarious. And it's like, because oh, wow. him, he's like, I'm Slash. Let me like, do my thing. Yeah, you know let me mean? do what I but do. But Michael Jackson was like, like but I'm you know, MJ. Yeah, let me yeah. Do my he's, thing. You know, he's like, That's too <laughs> yeah, you know, like, get up. You're like, hurry, hurry up. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> this is tough. Picking a guitar player for this is very difficult for me right now. Because um, again, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from like too many classic rock dudes yeah like david Grohl's kind of in the middle there he's like in the middle ground between modern music and classic rock same with damon albarn really i haven't choose, chosen anyone truly modern quite yet i feel like too how we're talking about this just imagine if it was true and you were having all these talents you know come like audition for you how are you going like and you're sitting there yeah. like you know how do you be like you know okay dave Grohl, like you right. know like i mean <laughs> let's just, see if you got what it takes yeah like you know they're just so weird like that hmm. would be so hard god man i'm stumped on the guitar player maybe we should move away from the guitar player um okay well then let me let me at least pick the drummer i oh, yeah, kind of feel it. like i do want someone a little more uh recent like travis barker i think would probably be a good yeah. choice for Although him. at this point, Travis Barker, um, well, I guess he's still with Blink-182, but they haven't had a hit since, like, what, oh, at least 2011 at the earliest. But now he's part of this super band. Hell yeah. No, no <laughs> so, don't get me wrong. He's yeah, amazing. Uh, Travis Barker yeah. is a great drummer. But, like, no, but I, I just feel like, you know, he... I don't know. He, I feel like he, he would have that good energy for that, like the good rhythm for that type of energy for, you know, Elton John, you know, Aretha Franklin, Paul McCartney. Oh, man, dude, you know that's a I mean? weird like, mix. It's I hard know. for me to picture Travis Barker playing with those I people know. you just said. Okay, but so I'm I, sure he could. Yeah. Like, he's a great drummer. And, um, I, and I'm also torn between now in the parameters, we're given the choice of having up to at least six. Yeah. I, I don't think I would go any less. If I'm allowed to have six, I'm yeah, going to pick six. You're going to want as many know? people as they're so allowed. I, yeah. I at least have what? I have a piano player mm-hmm. i have a bass guitarist let's just say yeah that's what he's known for he's known guitar. for bass guitar and i have this the lead singer aretha mm-hmm. and so now i have to think of a lead guitarist and a, yeah. probably a rhythm guitarist yeah i mean you don't necessarily have to have a yeah, rhythm and true. lead guitar player but you know maybe i should do that too hmm. <laughs> i know right it's Man, like dude this you is, know i hate this question i just want to <laughs> because it's it's stumping me no wait a minute okay i'm can i go yeah, yeah, by all means okay. go ahead I'm going to – I want to add something that I always loved to have in a band and mm-hmm. and unfortunately – well, I guess we could have other people in the band. It just can't be someone that's going to be like that famous or whatever, right? I think like backup 
studio musicians are allowed to a certain degree, but they can't like you can't have a you can't have a studio musician lead guitar player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have a drummer, you know, maybe a a secondary rhythm or some backup vocals, you know, like a a choir of people in the back or something. That's okay. So who I think actually who I want I want this uh, tenor sax player who was in the Glenn Miller (laughs) band called uh, his name was Tex Beneke. Okay. Yeah. He's gonna play sax, but but he will be backed up. By uh-huh. other studio musician horn players. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And what, who is it again? Uh, his name is Tex Beneke. And what is he known for? Um, he's known for like playing the solos on Glenn Miller's most famous, uh, you know, Glenn Miller, right? The swing, yeah. the, the big band. Yeah, uh, yeah, director. absolutely. Uh, his songs, you know what I mean? Okay, he for plays sure. tenor, that's tenor cool. sax. You that's know? super cool. Since that's what I play, I figure yeah. like I want someone in there. Yeah, that, you know, maybe I'll go and play back, you know, back him up with my mm-hmm. horn too. Mm-hmm. You know, like okay, I I got this. What you just said actually inspired me. I'm this is an out of left field pick, mm-hmm. and I'm picking this person because they are modern, like within the last like five to six years, modern. Um, you wouldn't expect them. I wouldn't say they're the greatest of what they uh, uh playing their particular instrument instrument, but they do have a particular style that I think could be utilized by Damon Albarn. And that's oh, that? uh, a young woman by the name of uh, Lindsay Sterling. She's a very talented um, dancer and, most importantly, electric violinist. Oh. Um, you've probably heard and seen some of her stuff. She got famous on YouTube. But I think she would be good in uh, both in, like, a background harmony role, but, like, she comes in with her violin and does full solos, and they're really good. Oh, right. So I, I'm, bring, cool. I'm bringing in Lindsay Sterling. She's, like, my – I'm, I'm working my way from the back to the front now. She would be my, my sixth band member. Yeah. Um, but I still, I need that guitar player. And my brain keeps going to Slash, but I keep telling myself no, and I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Now Now that's the only one I, I'm gonna fu- I need to fulfill as well. So who do I got? Freddie Mercury, Damon Albarn, Dave Grohl, Lindsey Sterling. Is it just those four? I have two more members to fill? I need a bass player, yeah. and I need a guitar player. Because I'll just have, like, a background rhythm guitar player. Yeah. Um, I'm going with my heart. Slash. Slash is going to be my lead guitar player. Um, he can shred a little bit. You know, he's a really yeah, talented guitar player. He does. He can do really bluesy, and he can do hard rock, um, and he can do acoustic. And I think Damon Albarn can work with that. Yeah. Um. So that leaves me with a bass player. What about you? What do you got? So, okay. So so far, okay. So far, I have I have a horn section mm-hmm. led by Tex Beneke. Right? Mm-hmm. I have uh, singing and songwriting uh, with Paul McCartney mm-hmm. and. Um, Oh, wait, who was the other one I picked? El- Elton John. <laughs> How can I forget his that? Elton John. I almost said Eric Clapton. I almost want a rap artist. Because Damon ra- does great stuff with rap artists. I know. And Grohl could do amazing stuff with it, too. And Lindsey Sterling. Like, I I feel like I, with with a rap piece, maybe maybe Freddie Mercury and, um, and Slash kind of take a backdrop. Mm-hmm. They're not quite as involved with those tracks. But I'm still thinking about who it's going to be. Go ahead. See, I I wanted to do that. That yeah. that was my idea. I okay. wanted to mesh in some of my favorite, like you know, mm-hmm. rap artists that are out there. You know, people yeah. like Ice Cube or Eminem or Dr. Dre, Snoop. Yeah. The stuff people you grew like, up with. Yeah. yeah, people I grew up with. But I'll be honest, like with this mesh of artists that I have already growing mm-hmm. here. So um, Elton John, Paul McCartney, Aretha Franklin. I, did, I think Elton John just did something recently with a modern rap artist. I'm not. Positive, probably, yeah, Go probably. Ahead. I mean, I wouldn't. He does like like you said before. He he collaborates. That's what he does. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, Travis Barker and and uh, who was the other one? Did I already say Tex Beneke? You did. Yeah. yeah. So those five, right? Mm-hmm. And I think my my sixth and last person, 
I think it's going to have to be Eddie Van Halen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. You yeah, no, I mean? he's fantastic. So yeah. I feel <laughs> like with that mesh That's a of, crazy mech. Yeah, mesh. with that mesh of music, I feel like they would be an unstoppable juggernaut mm. of blues, uh, funk, like rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Type music, you know, and everything in between those lines. Yeah, I feel like they would be the powerhouse, like unbeatable. I mean, it could be good, know. or it could be just. Like I know, a mess, right? Wouldn't that suck though? Mess. I hate it when movies have like all these actors that you're like, I love that actor and that actress and this and that and, and da, it's da, just da. a mess. And then it's shit when you yeah. watch it, like. But I hope that this mesh, you know, of, of, of musicians would, would get it done. Yeah. And then now now that I have my six, and I know you're still thinking of your sixth one, right? I'm trying to think of a rap artist that I like for like there's a lot of rap artists like like Tech Nine, he's amazing. Yeah, um, that is true. Immortal Technique, he's definitely not a match for this, but he can be amazing. Um I'm trying to think of a, a rap artist that could fit with this group in a way that like I think I have But to... I'm also trying not to be cliche too. But go ahead. Like what do you mean? Well, like, I could say Tupac, who's amazing and is probably oh, my yeah. favorite rap artist of all time. But I don't know. Fuck, actually, that sounds but, pretty dope. Like, yeah, that sounds you know dope what? I, If you had this power <laughs> to to do that, like, I would be like, why? You know what I mean? Like you said with... For uh, me, it's just, okay, Damon Albarn and Tupac actually collaborate. No, no, no. Oh, oh, you gotta... I don't know if I can pick this person because now I know who I want to pick. Why? why okay, you? so remember how I said Damon Albarn collaborates with a lot of people? Yeah. Um. And on his first, on the Gorilla's first album, there was a few songs with uh, Deltron, famous for his album Deltron Thirty Thirty. He's a really good rapper. I don't think I know you, uh, I'm sure you've heard the song Clint Eastwood from. Oh uh, yes, yeah, yes, he's yes, the yes. rap artist from. That. Oh okay, I and do he's like got that a very song. particular voice, and I yeah. love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he does a few more songs on that album, but technically they work together. But Deltron isn't a member of the Gorillas. He's not. Oh, um, okay. but Damon and him have worked together before. So like, am I allowed to pick Deltron? Yeah, I, if he's I'm not, if Deltron. he's not the yes. Deltron yeah, is my rap okay. artist, a hundred percent. This band's amazing. Okay, so go. I'm very happy. Okay, so um, lead singer Freddie Mercury. He's gonna work great with everyone and everything. Um, lead guitar player Slash. He's got a style that meshes well with almost anything, everyone, and everything. Um, Lindsey Sterling for the surprise violin stuff. She's not gonna be on every track, but she's gonna be on a lot of them. It's gonna be good. Uh, drummer David Grohl he gets along with everybody he's one of the greatest drummers to ever live and he collaborates with everyone and everything and he can do all styles um, then I'm going to have Damon Albarn as kind of like the overseer and the, the the person who's bringing all this together and probably doing a lot of cool electronic music because mm. he specializes in that yeah um, he's got an amazingly haunting voice to do backup stuff or really catchy choruses alongside Freddie um What's cool? Sorry, before I no, and then no, Deltron yeah, yeah. as my rap artist, uh-huh. who is that's so fucking fun. Um, what I love about this is I got three good, really talented singers on this band that have three very different voices. We have Freddie, who could do all the oper- operaic stuff. He could do classic rock. Yeah, he could do hard. True. He could do anything and everything. Um, and he's going to be like the front on most tracks. But David Grohl has an amazing voice, and he can do really hard rock stuff. He like um, a lot of people don't remember that the band queen the drummer who i can't remember the name of he sang and he sang a lot on a lot of the tracks mm-hmm. he had a very raspy hard rock voice and his voice was so good like on any other band he would have been the lead singer but that he happened to be in the band with freddie mercury i feel like that's david Grohl in this situation oh okay david Grohl's not gonna lead sing on most tracks but the ones he does you'll be like oh man that's cool and yeah. then damon albarn with his super haunting uh, almost somber voice it's 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 yeah. a good mix i'm yeah. very i'm very happy with the band i just came up with yeah 
That does sound awesome to be to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I like that a lot, dude. Like now we have to name. Oh wait, so let me go with my six. Just remind. So lead singer Aretha Franklin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the rest of these right here can also sing, which is you know bass player Paul McCartney. Yes. Also Elton John. Sing Elton John, piano yeah. player, also singing. Um, lead guitar player Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Um, drummer Travis Barker and uh, horns or leading the horn section with his tenor sax Tex Beneke, right? I I feel like Travis Barker is really the odd man out on this group. Yeah, but I still feel like he, you know, I mean, he's a drummer. He can make yeah, it work. he can make it work. That's why you know what I mean. Like I I just don't I just don't want it. I could have picked anyone else, I guess, in the past. You know I mean, what I mean? To be honest, but yeah. like you know what? Why not? I Why think not? I think he would probably have an input that's a little more modern for them. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh so now that we have our our musicians, uh-huh. what do you think the name of this band, your band, uh, would be? I don't know. Because man. the only uh, thing that comes into my mind uh-huh. for my band would be called like something like All Soul or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I could like I feel like maybe or mm-hmm. or you don't think that would be a good no. name. What do you think would be a good name for Dude, my band? Dude, naming a band is hard. I've I know. been in bands, and naming bands <laughs> yeah. is incredibly yeah. difficult. Um, off the top of my head, man, I don't know. Let's see. Okay, we got um, – let me think of the groups involved here. Mm-hmm. So we have Gorillas, Foo Fighters, Queen, Deltron. He's just himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, who else? Lindsey Sterling's just a solo artist, and Sasha's from Guns N' Roses. I want to – I almost want to um, iterate the word Queen for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm not sure what to do with it. I know I there's no way that I would use Beatles just because Paul McCartney's in it. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, like that's I, true. I that's true. That's true. Like I it's just that all of the people in there, you know, maybe with the exception of Travis Barker, I don't know. It, I feel like you know it's very they're very soulful. Sure, but, I get what you're saying. I just but, don't. Think but it's it is yeah. It probably it may not be that may not be the appropriate name because it's like something you don't want to hit right on the nose. You right, know, you may want to exactly. use something. Kind of more like often the perfect name kind of finds itself. I know. You know what I mean, so it, it oftentimes with bands like there's a singular moment that happens early in their career that kind of ends up becoming the name or inspiring the name. Yeah. So all right, I'm gonna be honest. I I don't have a name right now, but maybe I know. next episode. I'll you know have what? One. If anyone out there is listening and you want to uh, put your you know two cents in, uh, let us know what you think would be a good name for Will's band and my band <laughs> because. I'll be honest, it is very hard to think of one right on the spot. No, it's, and it's we would probably impossible. be here for like a couple hours before yes. coming up with something that we would even remotely be happy with. Exactly. But dude, rock on. Halloween Fright Night Fight Night. And welcome to Ringside with Will and Tom for the Halloween Fright Night Fight Night. Will, tonight we're going to finally crown a winner here and see who comes out on top. Indeed. I think we're starting with the semifinals, which I think we have three rounds of semifinals. Three rounds of semifinals and then a final match between, between the top three, the top three yeah. horror creatures, and we will see who will reign supreme. All right. You want me to, to roll the dice? Let's roll. All right. Our first contestant is number two. The Headless Horseman. Versus contestant number three. Ooh, the Mummy Emotep. <laughs> okay, I think the Mummy Emotep wins. Yeah, that one is no contest. Here's the question. I, does the Mummy Emotep command undead? Can he raise undead? I feel like he does, right? He does. Yeah, I don't know if he, he does commands the Headless you know. Horseman because of that, but... Well, I wonder, but I would assume not because of the fact that uh, in order to control him, you have to have the head, and the witch has the head. Yeah. However, How do you kill Emotep? 
Let's talk about this uh, for a second. How do you well, kill you have to make him mortal. You have to take his immortal soul away, which was why they were looking for the book of... Life? I can't remember if it was the book of Amun-Ra or if it was the book of... Um, if it was the book of Ra, I think it's just called. Yeah, the book I, of... I just remember there was a book of death and a and book, the book of, of life. life. Yeah, and uh, they were looking for that so that that way they can take his immortal soul away and then mm-hmm. he would be mortal and you could kill him again. Okay. So I don't think the head of the horseman can read because so, no, he has and, no head. Yeah, but um. the witch might. However, I think uh, – uh, what's his name? I think Emotep's followers and stuff. Mm-hmm. He he would be able to find out where the witch is at easily. I, okay, I so well, real quick um, before before we just make the call there, since we are pitting these things against each other, and since we are seeing the headless horseman is kind of under the thrall of the witch, well, really the witch here is yeah. is against. So I think I do think Emotep wins, but I don't think is as it's as clear cut is where we were kind of about to make it. Because I think if this witch, the witch from Sleepy Hollow is very well versed in like um, old lore. Yeah, she would probably know some stuff. So she would probably know the the gist of like where to look for the right information to take down Emotep. Now I do think Emotep wins just because he has has, uh, um, a bigger arsenal of weapons. He has more powers than the Headless Horseman. Mm -hmm. Um, He's more intelligent than the Headless Horseman. He's got a cult behind him. So he's got more. But I think if he's not careful, if he underestimates the witch, the witch is going to do what the heroes in The Mummy did and get him. Yeah. But... If but I, I if I have to pick, I think Imhotep wins. I just wanted to say I think the witch does make him nervous. Yes, and yeah. that's the reason why I think he would go after yeah. the headless horseman and ultimately the witch. You're right. Okay. I okay. see that going on, and you're right though. But he has a much bigger army. He has an yeah, army. Exactly. He has like, an army. He, he has he, like he's got nukes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, exactly. He, he out arms her, but still like. It's it's a matter of carelessness. If he's careless, she has a chance. It's not a hundred percent. And Emotep is not careless. We know that for a fact because he knows that you know he knows he knew. Brandon Fraser to took take- him out last time. He's not making that mistake again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you, as you saw in the movie, you can see him setting things up. He That's knew he's what spells. Yeah, yeah exactly. He knew what to do yeah. in order to get his uh those what did you, what were they called? Like they were like the um. The pharaoh's warriors or guards that yeah, were like dead, yeah. you know. At no point did he like act carelessly or overlook something too egregious. Like he never act acted overly arrogant. Mm-hmm. He was always plotting. He was always plotting. So yeah. I think he would look at the witch and be like, "I'm not going to leave you unchecked." Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Emotep wins. Em- that's Emotep. We have a first yeah. finalist. Emotep moves on to the finals. That's going to be. I can't All wait right. to see the other two. Next up, we have contestant number four. Dracula versus contestant number five. It's going oh, in order here. No, okay. <laughs> this is where it's going to be, you know. Uh, we got a Clash of the Titans the here. Clash of the Titans, you know, the immovable object versus the unstoppable force. <laughs> okay, all right. Dracula versus Samara from the ring. That's interesting. Wait, you did say number five. I did say number five. Okay, yeah, yeah okay. Samara from the ring. So Samara's whole thing is like she could drive you crazy by making you see things. But but and does that cancel out with Dracula's glamour I, powers? I, oh yeah, Dracula does have glamour powers. Dracula does have okay. Dracula is immortal. He's undead. Yeah, I mean he can be killed. Obviously, Samara is dead. She's undead as well. Um, and she can come into the physical though. She can come into the physical. How do they stop her? They don't. Oh, <laughs> they don't. It's the thing. Um, well, kind of. Okay, so spoilers for the ring. Um, the American version. Um, at the end of the ring, the main character, what God, is it Naomi Watt in that one too? Yeah, it's Naomi Watts, I think is her name. 
Um, I'm going to have to rewatch this. <laughs> uh, yeah, she uh, basically she figures out that the only way to stop Samara from coming after you is to share the tape. At which point her she her oh. ire turns to that person. Oh, I see what you're saying. And yeah. I forget like what the drive behind it is, but essentially she Samara just wants the, her images spread, if you will. Mm, but okay. I think but that's just the first movie. In the second movie, it gets weird because she gets obsessed with uh, Naomi Watts' character, and she wants her to be her mother. And she wants to take over her son. And then in the third movie, it gets even weirder because her stuff starts going viral, and she's trying to like take over the world. I don't. Yeah. Know. Uh, that being said, like Dracula doesn't have a TV. So there's yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I don't see him. Um, but I don't know if Dracula, what can... Here's the thing. I know how you can kill Dracula. I don't know how you can kill Samara. Yeah. Because... Is there a way? Yeah, like Dracula, you could stake him in the heart and he can die. Okay, but would Dracula be smart enough to sh- spread the tape and know well, that? Yeah, I, would I, you think again, he'd figure that out? This is a death match. Yeah. So there's no draws. There's no, oh, he just makes Samara go But away. I was thinking, well, but I was thinking, what if he was to do that to distract Samara and then when she's going after the other person he's shared the tape with, like maybe he glamours another human to go and watch this tape. Now Samara's after this human. When mm-hmm. she goes after this human, that's when Dracula comes. But then again, what was he going to do? Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah what's what the point would of he that? do? That, I, I don't – this would be very difficult, you know. Hmm. I'm trying and to think would here. would Samara mm-hmm. know how to kill and use that – knowledge to kill dracula because the way she normally would kill these people is she wouldn't a, kill dracula no i right? don't well that's the thing is we don't really know how she does it yeah. or what she does i i, I think Except i told you get that at the beginning of, yeah they get that distorted face she gave slender man a face yeah. let us not forget <laughs> yeah, yeah um but like it's hard to think <clears throat> of what would work on dracula who himself can teleport and 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 he's undead and yeah he's super strong um so I don't think she could physically overpower him, but she can get into his head and she can yeah, fuck with him. Yeah, that is true. I, I, yeah, so th- this is how I think it works. Like, I think maybe there is a way to kill Samara and maybe Dracula with his vast knowledge and his resources can figure it out, but it's going to take him time. I don't know if he gets that time because if Samara's coming for him, she's probably constantly fucking with him in his in his sleep. And constantly fucking with his mind and disorienting him, and eventually she's gonna she's gonna get him off his fucking guard, and she's gonna stake him in the in the back. This okay, I think tomorrow. Interesting, you're talking. You talked about a stake like in the heart or whatever yeah. in the back. This is actually what I was gonna ask. Yeah. Now, if we can determine whether Samara's uh, uh what do you call that ability, like to to make you see, see what stuff. she wants, right? Uh-huh. If it's stronger than Dracula's, like, glamour. Yeah. And, I think it is. And, okay, so then it works on him. All she would have to do is make him think he's walking into a room, but maybe he's walking into a fire. Or maybe he's walking into well, the sunlight. okay, her stuff doesn't work like that. Oh, she... Well, have she, you seen The Ring? Like, bits... I've never seen all of it. It's a I, good movie. I know. That's why I said I have to she rewatch it. She drives people crazy with the images she shows them and the things she tells them. But it's all oh, very cryptic and unclear. And it's not like... She doesn't show them illusions and trick oh, them. Oh, I see. I no, thinking. she just puts image. You you have to watch them. It's hard for me to describe. Dang, because like, was... like the thing is like one of the things you see multiple times in the movie is the video, and the video mm-hmm. is just the 
creepiest, most unsettling thing you've ever seen. I remember seeing stuff like yeah. that. Like there was that fly that looks like it's in the video. Yeah. But then they were like looking closely and at it, it and it kind of comes TV. out of the TV. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. I and think she, and that's the thing is she can make her images real. I think Samara takes it. I think, yeah. I think that they're fairly equal in power, but I just don't think Dracula is equipped with, with what it takes to, to kill Samara. Well, there is a scene that she shows the images of where it's in sunlight, isn't it? If she could make that real and it'd be sunlight on Dracula. But I don't know if she, uh, sure. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe right? But I don't think that's how she needs to do you know, it. She, yeah. I, no, more simply she, would be. I think like... the way her style was would be over the course of seven days, she's going mm. to fuck with this dude until he goes crazy, and then on the seventh day, she's coming for him out of whatever screen she could possibly get her hands on, and she's going to stake him in the heart. And I don't think seven days he, is enough for Dracula to figure out how to take care. Of no, no. And here's the thing: is if she didn't have the the photo in your head power, I think Dracula takes it because, like, I think what would happen then is. She would keep coming for him, and he would keep fighting her off until he figured out a way to get rid of her. Yeah. But because she's going to have him totally mentally uh, compromised, I think Samara takes it. Well, one of them had to fall, and I'm sad to see it's Dracula because Dracula was my favorite. I, yeah, I Dracula's awesome. Dracula. Yeah. I love Dracula. But I know, yeah, but I, yeah, if, if that, I, I do agree. Samara. So Samara from the, the ring takes it on. So so who does that leave? So now we have oh, two other titans, <laughs> Freddy Krueger. Welcome to my world, bitch. Versus Kayako from The Grudge. Okay, that's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. Wow. That's that's a I weird mean, matchup. Okay, so one is a vengeful spirit who has hair powers mm-hmm. and can fly and breaks necks. Is strong enough to break necks. Freddy lives in the dream world. Yeah. He can come to the real world. He could. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I don't know if he can willingly himself. Like, I don't know if he's able to, like, do it on his own. How does he come into in, the world in Freddy vs. Jason? You know, it's... It, yeah, I want... You know what? I needed to rewatch that. I was just about yeah. to say, me and my wife just rewatched the original uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And um, the, that part of the power seemed weird of him being able to mm-hmm. either like technically come into the real world or not, because there was a lot of talk and a lot of scenes where they're talking about how, like, you know, the only time was when she's asleep, like whoever's having the nightmare is asleep. If they grab something off him or him and then wake up, they could pull, they could pull, they pull him pull, out yeah, or pull whatever that. they grabbed off him out. Right. Sure. But then there was, there was these other scenes where like, uh, you know, one of the scenes was the kid who was blamed for the murder of uh, one of the girls that gets killed by Freddie in her nightmare. And, you know, he's in jail and the blanket around him turns into a noose. But mm. that's happening in real life. Mm. You know what I mean? So, so it's he's like, manipulating. So he can manipulate life. things in real life. That's interesting. Samara doesn't. I mean, um, Kayako, Kayako doesn't have to sleep. <clears throat> no. So Kayako doesn't dream. Now, would Freddie then come and try to manipulate stuff in her house? Right, because doesn't yeah, she, she doesn't go anywhere but her house. Well, right? she does, but only to chase people down. Otherwise, oh, okay. yeah, she exists in the house, and the whole deal is like if you go in the house. Honestly, it's a little vague because it's like if you go in the house. Also, if you stare too hard at the house, that kind of fucks you. Don't do that. Uh, don't peek over the fence. Don't look through the window, or mm-hmm. don't even ignore the fact the house is there. Otherwise, she might come for you. Um, but yeah, she does dwell in the house. So I imagine, uh, Freddie, Freddie, man, this is. I don't think Kyle can can get to him. Is the thing. 
Yeah, I think Freddie has the time to figure out how to manipulate, to prep, how to, how to prep, how to do whatever it takes. You know that what is I mean? true. I feel I feel like uh, you know, especially if maybe her her house was moved onto Elm Street. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean. You know, you know. If, okay, <laughs> now you're on my I, street. Bitch. Yeah, exactly, dude. You you nailed it on the head. I was thinking this is how it would happen. Freddie okay. wins, and it's because the the house that Kayako haunts has become some kind of a, you know, historical monument now or something uh-huh. that people wanted to preserve. Mm-hmm. They move it onto this street. It happens so weird. to be called Elm They just move the whole house. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and, and then now you're right. And then Freddie was like, now you're on my yeah. you know, So that's bitch, actually, you know, like, so that's actually kind of this interesting problem we've run into with the two uh, Japanese villains is that, we, at no point in the movies are we ever given an answer of like how to actually deal with them. Yeah. Now I'm not familiar enough with Japanese folklore to know if there's like a widely understood way to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are ways of keeping Kayako out. Actually, there are certain Japanese um, like spell seals on the. I know you're not familiar with Japanese anime, so you've probably never seen these. But they're like pieces I, of paper. I, I, with I, actually, okay, I know what you're you talking do. about. Yeah. And like I, I know if you stick them all over the window, you can keep Kayako out. Mm-hmm. So there's some sort of like magic that's capable of working on her. I think Freddy, I think Freddy can figure it out. Either way, I don't think Kyoko could kill Freddy. So I think Freddy wins by default through just infinite tries. Yeah, that's true. I, I have to agree. I, I think that. I cannot believe Freddy Krueger just made it to the very end of this. I thought <laughs> yeah. for sure he was done for at some point, but. But you know what? I think that makes for an interesting final. We have three um, very different creatures coming in here. We um, are now here at the finals. Okay. The championship round <laughs> is for, is Freddy Krueger <laughs> versus the Mummy Emotep versus okay. Samara from the ring. So Freddy, Emotep, and Samara. This is weird because they have very different powers that operate in different realms. Like Samara has essentially mental powers and reality altering powers freddy has dream powers and reality altering powers emotep is a fucking wizard he's a goddamn sorcerer and he's undead um now is he allowed to use i guess he's he would be allowed to use his army of yeah i mean he has the book of the dead right yeah so i think i think he wins and I think it's because he's got the Book of the Dead. So he has power over the spirits of the dead. Oh, because technically Both Freddy dead and, and Samara, Samara are dead. dead. Like, if wow. anyone's equipped to fuck, to completely uh, nullify those two, it's Emotep. That, you know yeah. what? You're right. Yeah. You're right. It's that, like the that other two, that, the, if, the, if he knows who he's dealing with, then he has the tools to deal with them. Um, if they get the drop on him, then that's something different because, like, they both can mentally fuck with him completely. Yeah. If he's not ready, but I mean, but I've I been don't operating, see Emotep. We've been operating yeah. under the the understanding that all three know they're about to fight each other. Yeah. So I think Imhotep is he's got the upper hand. What mm-hmm. do you think? Now I do agree with this. However, let's 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 play devil's advocate, shall okay. we? Now, Freddie might actually both Freddie and uh, Samara. Oh wait, no, you said Samara doesn't use her uh, imagery magic or whatever you want to call it uh like this so freddie would though mm. freddie might show uh might show emotep an oxuna moon and coming up to him yeah, how, how would he know about an oxuna moon you never know i don't know oh I, well because freddie can he knows your fe- he knows like your fears and stuff like within your you know he I mean? automatically knows he, the greatest he, fears like he'll yeah yeah he'll okay. know he'll know what scares you yeah. and stuff like that um, especially later on, like in parts like 
three and four and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's this one scene where there's these uh I think they call themselves the dream warriors, right? Yeah. And they all try to band like band together, but they're they're all like um they're kind of like messed up kids mm-hmm. and they are in like a mental hospital. Yeah. And like one of them has like I think it's like bulimia or or, or some eating disorder. Okay, so and, he preys on their like mental illness. Mm-hmm. Jesus and Christ. yeah, and like and so in one of the scenes when she falls asleep, one of the girls who has the eating disorder mm-hmm. falls asleep. It's so gross. She has she's sitting in this chair and like he's making herself like her fingers become fork and spoons and she's making herself eat out of her own stomach like yeah. eat her own guts and gotcha. like her face is all distorted wide like oh. big cheeks because all her stuff is in her That's you know really yeah it's yes it um, is. so okay. I'm, but i'm thinking well, he well here's, might, the, here's the thing if okay if freddie is trying to win this he needs emotep to do something about samara mm-hmm because it sounds to me like Samara and Freddy Krueger actually nullify each other. Because they have the same ability to fuck with each other's heads. Like, yeah. if Freddy automatically knows your fears, then I'm not sure what Samara fears, but Freddy fucking knows. And Freddy's yeah, going right. to show her that. And then she's going to show him shit. And they're just going to go back and forth. Have you seen the episode of Adventure Time with uh, Goliad, the creature that Princess Bubblegum creates? I don't, I don't remember. Which okay, one. I can't, I can't tell you spoilers. So I know you're watching oh, the series. Okay. Essentially, though, like, there's two beings of extreme identical powers who completely nullify each other and there's oh this does not eternal, sound familiar yeah it's so an eternal point. fight okay um, that's what it would be freddy and samara it would be a fight that never ends man so if, you... so if freddy's trying to win yeah he would then need he needs emotep to take care of samara and then he could come out of emotep in that way i don't think he pulls it off no i don't think that would be a and pull then, up and the same thing with samara Samara's a child and i don't think she's thinking about it in that way mm-hmm. she's very just like she attacks the thing in front of her yeah. The, whatever the last thing I watched her damn video, whatever drew her eye, that's the thing she's focused on. So if she comes after Freddy, they're stuck in an internal fight. If she comes after Emotep, probably Emotep wins because he's going to use the Book of the Dead on her. Yeah, so I, think I think you're right. Emotep 100% wins. Emotep wins. So Book of the Dead. We have crowned a winner. Ladies and gentlemen, your champion of the Halloween Fright Night Fight Night, the mummy Emotep. Woo! <laughs> Dang, that was that was really good. You know, I, I heard a lot of our fans say that they enjoyed that segment. Um, I want to let all of you know that uh, just because Halloween Fright Night Fight Night has is over now doesn't mean that we may not have another, uh, you know, another type of uh, yeah contest. fights between yeah. other things. That another later tournament, on, maybe other, maybe not as many contestants. We'll no. definitely slim it down to like eight people. <laughs> yeah, but that yeah, was, that was a little too long. But yeah. I did like that a lot, and you Me know too. what? I enjoyed it. I wasn't thinking that the people the three who were left i did not think it was going to be them i um, thought it was going to be dracula samara and kayako i thought it was going to be dracula samara and emotep so i got two out of three. Oh, okay i i knew some i was very confident in both emotep and samara and dracula but yeah you know, and dracula got taken out by samara so there it is yeah and yeah. and then you know also for everyone listening you you know there's ways of Arguing the other person. I'm surprised Jaws know? made it as far as he did. I know. <laughs> so. Yeah, Jaws too. Man, I felt Jaws and the Graboid. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, and then and then I also loved the uh, who was it? Um, uh, Ghostface from Oh yeah, from Scream. Yeah. Like yeah. he was just can- he was, he was out just so instantly. Yeah, he was just there to die. Yeah. Like just to give there was laps. literally I don't think a single person on the roster that he could have defeated. No, there's yeah I don't think so. <laughs> no. But if you want to let us know who, uh, if you agree with us on the winner, or maybe if you have arguments for who you think should have won, just let us know. You can email us or you can leave a comment on YouTube. And we'll see you on the next fight night. 
Halloween Fright Night Fight Night. And now, let's join Will and Tom with the traffic report. And it's Will and Tom with the traffic report. Will, I wanted to bring up this traffic report, a new five-star review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one comes from, I love this name. Blue the Cheese. Thank you, Blue the Cheese. <laughs> yes, thank you very much, Blue the Cheese. Um, this podcast is amazing because, the, oh, wait, this is what Blue the Cheese, right? I'm not just saying it myself. <laughs> I'm like, Will, you know, this podcast is amazing. No, this is what Blue the Cheese wrote. This podcast is amazing because these two people are great compliments to each other. I love passively listening to them on my way to work or on my way to school. This podcast gives me a great start to my day and gets me thinking. I seriously love listening to these two argue and debate about everything, but make it funny. I love it and keep it up. P.S. I love seeing Brian in the episode about music and I love SuperQuest Saga. <laughs> oh, well, thank you very much, Blue to Cheese, for the kind words and for shouting out SuperQuest Saga. And uh, yeah, we'd love to have Brian back on the show. I've been talking to him about it. It's just been hard to schedule, but we will definitely have him back on the show at some point. Yes, definitely. And we love to hear from you guys. So please don't be afraid to leave a comment and we would love to hear from you. And that is all we have for you tonight. We will continue to bring you up-to-date coverage as new imaginings develop. Please don't forget, you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. Another way to support our podcast is by leaving an Apple Podcast review. You can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine, on Twitter at dcyimagine, and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. If you would like to contact us with what you are imagining, you can email us at dudecouldyouimagine at gmail.com. This has been Fritz Frivolous, and from all of us here at Dude Could You Imagine, keep on imagining. I've been guarding my gate for a long time, bitch. We'll see, bitch. We'll just see. This, bitch! Pick a pet for the rat rat, bitch. Welcome to my world, bitch. Die, little bitch. Think you're so smart, huh, bitch? Bitch, 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 bitch.